I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's Dennis Halnon. He's one of the employee owners at Tab. He comes in and helps me out with your computer comments, questions, and concerns. Gorgeous Saturday morning here in New England. I understand that, but we're here in studio here to help you out. Feel free to get online, and we'll do our best to do that for you. 860-522-9842. That is the number. No matter where you are in the country, um, Carolyn will dutifully answer the call. All right? So make sure you give her a ring, 860-522-9842. And, of course, we are over at WTIC's Facebook page. We're broadcasting live and you can post your questions there. You can email us in the studio, get help at tabinc.com, all sorts of ways to get your questions answered, and we'll do our best to help you out. So, as usual and customary, though, we like to talk about some technology news and keep you aware of what's going on out there and uh, try not to make your hair hurt in the process. So, <laughs> well, I'll certainly give it a try. Yeah, go ahead, Dennis. What do you got? Uh, we have uh, one of the biggest banks in the world. Yeah. Morgan Stanley. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, they were just fined by the federal government thirty-five million dollars. Oh boy, what did they and, do? Did they like? Oh. Did they like uh, do something weird with people's money, or did they make some errors having to do with transactions? No. Oh, really? No. So thirty-five million dollars. Is... What could they have possibly done? Well, what they did was they took hard drives out of their uh, data center after machines were retired. Yeah. And they disposed of them and sometimes auctioned them off right. th- for resale they're that without, crazy. Yeah. without either encrypting them or wiping them. Right. So your customer data was on them. Right. It's ridiculous. I, I, now, the thing that gets me is, you know, even normal people, just average people know mm-hmm. that you don't just dispose of a hard drive. And we've right. talked about this a lot. Right. We've even had call, people call in. They're aware that they need to do that. Right. And they'll say, what should we do with the old hard drive? Right. So why does one of the biggest banks in the world not know to wipe their drives and, or encrypt them. And the thing that really should make you even more afraid is if they don't know that, what else don't they know? Well, that's a huge problem. <laughs> right? So, I mean, it's crazy. 42 servers, all potentially containing unencrypted customer PII. Uh, $35 million penalty. What? Oh, and that's the other thing. Yeah. Why do you even set up your data center with unencrypted drives? Correct. The data should be encrypted It should at rest. have been encrypted from... 
the moment they were installed and the things are powered up and right. you install the operating system, you encrypt the drive, and then you go on from there. Right. So, again, you get to ask yourself, what else are they not doing? And this is the issue across the board with so many different companies and, and systems that are out there. You just shake your head. We spend so much time at TAB trying to protect our customers, our, which are businesses, and have them comply with requirements so that you know there's there's all sorts of requirements that each industry has, whether it be HIPAA or CMMC or, or NIST 800-171 or what have you. You know, I joke with uh, my customers, you know, especially with that are military customers, where they're making parts for XYZ product, whether it be a, a Raptor or what have you. And then you find that the actual plans for the Raptor they weren't stolen from the manufacturer; they were stolen literally from the military base. Mm-hmm. Right, I got examples that we can put up again for you if you want to read those stories. So our our, our military contractors here in, in Connecticut, which we have a ton. I mean, we we in Connecticut can blow up people like crazy. I mean, we have the ability and the power and the, and the companies that are making parts to do this at a at a ridiculously high level, right? Um, and they work so hard to try to protect the CUI data from prying eyes. And there's all sorts of applications from FIPS encryption and make sure your access points are encrypted. So, of course, the Chinese can't go out to your front door there and sit there and try to capture your data. They're not doing that. They're going to the base and taking the entire plan. <laughs> right. You can't make it up. Same thing here with with uh, Morgan Stanley. I mean, they had to do all this and they didn't do it. And they've been audited, I'm sure, numerous times to be Compliant oh. in their data centers, you know, SOC one, SOC two compliance, and all that, all those protections. Somebody checked a box that said this stuff well, was that's encrypted. The, that's the other question. I mean, who who went along with this for as long as they were doing it? I don't know. A thirty-five million dollar penalty for a company that big doesn't seem like it's going to be uh, anything. Well, no, that that's that's like a half an hour's worth of profit for them. I mean, <laughs> they don't even care, and that's another problem. Right? How do you how do you punish a company that big? I mean, as the stock market tanks and we watch that happen, they make money on the on the transactions going up and going down. Yep. Um, so, all right. In other news, I want to bring something up for you. SpaceX, the folks who chucked all those Starlinks up into the uh, atmosphere, which are fine. They a big chunk of them got burned up due to a solar flare recently. If you read that, oh yeah, um, not good. They're trying to urge the FCC to approve federal funding to support outfitting yep school buses with Wi-Fi access points in an effort to address the homework gap. Did you know there was a homework gap, No, Dennis? I didn't know there was a homework gap. Well, I can I can think back to my days long ago when I took a bus to school and, and I had to finish my homework and I, you know, I <laughs> slammed it out there and paper and pencil and 20-minute ride to the bus. Uh, right, and everything is all, the writing is all distorted because you're, you're bumping around. It's bumping around while you're trying oh, to yeah. write. Oh, yeah. So those are the good old days. Now we need to figure out how to fix the homework gap because there's people who are, have kids on the bus that are you know, riding an hour. And Whoa. they figure, let's get this federal government funding onto the buses. Now, just think, the poor bus companies as it is are, de- are dealing with the logistics of getting kids and drivers and and making sure there's a camera on the bus because now you got you know all sorts of things happening on the bus. Uh, sure, let's add internet to the <laughs> to the equation, funded yeah. by the feds. Um, and of course, Elon wants his piece. He's no dummy. Of course, um, we know that to be true. So it's gonna the it's all part of the e-rate uh, funding that is out there. Uh, basically, we're looking at four point four five six billion dollars that we spend, I guess, to allocate um, money. To e-rate, and this is another aspect of it. But you know, SpaceX wants to be sure that they can connect these Starlinks to the uh, buses to avoid the homework gap. 
Wow. I, I can tell you right now, they're not doing their homework, Elon. No, um, no, they're they're going to be looking at the latest TikToks or yeah, something. Come on, come on, <laughs> come on. who are you fooling? Um, but you can feel good offering it to everybody. So that's we'll put that out there. You can read it yourself. Uh, this uh, comes from PC Mag. What else you got there, Dennis? Well, uh, I have a little Ethereum news. Oh, the fake money news. We love yeah, fake money. Yeah, fake money is great. Yeah. Okay, here's the situation. Mm. Ethereum has yeah. now changed. It's algorithms. Right. It's no longer using proof of work. Right. Which means there is no mining anymore. Right. Which or co- not much of it. Okay. Right. Less high intensity mining that would draw a lot of electricity, produce a lot of heat, require a lot of video cards. That's not happening. They change it to proof of concept, right? Proof of concept? Work. No, not proof of work. Proof of Proof of stake. State. Sorry, yeah. Stake. In other words, you have you just prove that you have a stake. In other, you've got you've got the tokens that are go along with the transactions that are yours. The issue though is proof of stake. But I'll let you continue with your, your well, story. Yeah. We'll talk about that now. Because of that change to yep. how Ethereum works, yep, yep. The chairman of the SEC mm-hmm. said that Ethereum might now count as a security. Oh, great! Which the SEC can now regulate. Beautiful. So, what happened to Ethereum? I can only imagine. It tanked. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> it tanked. Everyone's out of the regulated everybody currency. Everybody doesn't want a regulated currency. <laughs> right. And proof of stake really messes up the equation for these miners. Because from what I've read about this ridiculous process, the miners that had rigs that would mine on the proof of work could figure out, they could eke out a living of people getting paying them real money for their fake money work here, um, net after the cost of electricity and hardware and what have you. But proof of stake really just really kind of helps and supports the bigger operations that have right. a larger stake in the whole process. Right. It it's it's all it all has to do with how much of that whole currency pool do you possess. Correct. Yep. So and they'll get more payment for being as part of payment of real money for their fake money. I also read an article. We've talked about this. I think it's called Coinbase. They're the ones that are going um, bankrupt or have been bankrupt. Oh, they've already gone bankrupt. Yeah, yeah. People put all sorts of their real money into this thing, where then Coinbase would loan out cryptocurrencies. It was a big. It's, it is a Ponzi. Scheme. The whole thing's a Ponzi scheme. Um, but now they're like, well, a way out of our bankruptcy is I think we're going to create a coin. They say where you can. It's an IOU fake coin uh, to cover their bankruptcy so i mean it's like yeah uh they're gonna loan you they're gonna offer you another fake coin called i don't know coin based bankruptcy coin crypto uh with the promise of being paid so if you're if you invest in that i mean come on man it's another one you're a fool in your money fool in your money it's just crazy uh but that's what they're gonna try to do that's their that's their way out of bankruptcy is to get enough ding-dongs <laughs> to buy their fake coin for their bankruptcy So they've coin. got a fake coin that they made to make up for a fake coin, and they're expecting people to buy it. And yes. you know what really is very sad? People will. People are going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. It, I, you wonder, <laughs> it's the year 2022, and people are like, yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and put some real money into that thing. I, I I don't know. You're watching the stock market. I don't know if you're, anybody's watching the stock market. It's scary to watch. Mm. Uh, but it's funny to watch the thing that's supposed to be the hedge follow it right down the tubes. Um, and it's it's all fake. Well, I mean, if you if you look at a graph of stock prices over time, yeah, it's usually it usually has a few bumps, but it's a general. 
yeah. inclination. Right. Okay. Yeah. If you look at a graph of the value of any given cryptocurrency, right. it's huge with massive Spikes. peaks and valleys, and right. it's all over the place. Otherwise known as winners on the high and losers on the low. Right. If you're left holding the bag. So the question I have, mm-hmm. you know, economic ignoramus that I am, yeah. how does something whose value skyrockets and plummets from minute to minute right. can be a hedge for something that generally over a long period of time goes up. I don't know. How do you, how does that even function as a hedge? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it's social media that's producing the whole thing. So <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's the right. ultimate meme stock. So we're going to step out for a quick break. we got three lines open for you guys. 860-522-9842 is the number. Also coming up at 10.05, Wes Bryan will be with us, IT Pro TV. He'll be joining us to talk about... Well, we talked about what we think we're going to talk about wireless access, you know, uh, business grade wireless access uh, connections, because we were talking about other access of broadband last time he was on, and we want to talk about the wireless aspect of it. So he'll be on at 10.05. So stick around. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We got a correction to make. Oh, yeah. Coinbase, because they actually send out these notes all the time. They're not going bankrupt. They're not going bankrupt. That's always the, the, the notice that goes out. <laughs> they're, they're not the ones that I was thinking of. I got to find the um, the company that was going bankrupt. It is a similar type of exchange slash bank, quote unquote, that offered crypto um, out there that's going to offer that bankruptcy token. I'll find it for you and put the, the name up there, but it's not Coinbase. They're the ones that always send notices. No, 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 no. We're not going bankrupt. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, so my bad, my mistake on that. Uh, let's go to your calls, though. We're going to go to Steve out there first in Woodbury. What's happening, Steve? Hey, morning, Steve. You there? Uh-oh. Steve fell asleep. It happens. I, I can I sense he's out there. There, I can hear something. I don't know. All right, so Steve, we're going to have to come back to you. We'll put you back on hold. Um Let's see what's happened with Steve. So feel free to get online. Three lines open. 860-522-9842 is the number. We'll do our best, and maybe Steve will get on on the phone there, and we'll an- try to answer his question. One other quick news story I wanted to bring up for you guys. So Tesla's been in the news, sadly. Mm-hmm. Um, quite a bit, actually. They had their quote-unquote recall, which I agree with Elon is not really a recall. It's just a software over-the-air update with that that window thing. Right. Um you know, I think I think in my car, if you stuck your finger in the window, it, it would chop it right off. I mean, there's nothing in that <laughs> nothing in that motor that would reverse, from what I know. But I'm not going to test I, it. Yeah, I don't I don't know any other car windows that work that way. So. Yeah, but you know, recalls are they call it recalls, but he's going to send it out over the air, an update. Mm-hmm. So, but the reason I'm bringing it up is Tesla's being sued for the alleged false autopilot, full self driving claim. Oh. Um, Tesla has yet to produce even remotely approaching a full self-driving car, the suit says. And I say, thank God. Um, they have a long way to go. <laughs> I don't want to see you guys out there on the out there with your quote-unquote self-driving cars sleeping. Have you seen the, the – the, there's a couple of um, commercials I've seen where some guys kind of really hammering against the self-driving concept, puts a little kid – like dummy right in front of the road, and Tesla just the, the Tesla car goes right over it every time. Whoa! So they're not seeing anything. Um, the plaintiff is Briggs uh, Matsko, who paid a five thousand dollar premium for enhanced autopilot in his twenty eighteen model Tesla, and because they advertise the technology as they advertise it as fully functioning, um, just <clears throat> excuse me, just around the corner. 
So I, I always joke about it. My wife's Honda 2018 minivan has the same autopilot technology as a Tesla does. I mean, it, it won't get, it won't come out of the uh, parking lot and find me like like the Tesla supposedly will, but oh. it'll do that. You know, that cruise control stuff. Yeah. But this guy's not happy with the fact that uh, full self driving is not there yet. So we in the technology world, we call this vaporware. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, it's something that was promised but not delivered. So mm-hmm. we'll see what he gets for his damages there. I do agree that the full self driving is not there, and it, it won't be there for quite some time. No. So uh, we'll. You know, I wish Elon the best. I do. I am rooting for him these days. Mm. Um, but uh, I don't know. You can't sell something that doesn't exist. That's true, right? I mean, how many other examples of that do we have, Dennis? Uh, millions. <laughs> let's we work in IT. We hear it all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to work this way, right? Huh? All right. Let's go to Stephen Woodbury again. You there, Steve? Hello. Hey, there you are. Hello. Hey, what's up? Hello, Steve. I think you might need a new phone. I don't think he can hear us. I don't know. I got. I've, I'm pegged. So I don't know, uh, Karen. I'm here. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we go can ahead. now. Okay. Uh, you guys hear me okay now? We do. Hello. Oh, for crying out loud. Uh, I'm not going to. Carolyn, you got to pick him up. I don't know why he can't hear us, but he can't. Um, so maybe he's got to use a different phone up there, Stephen Woodbury. Um, technology. <laughs> Tell us about it. What can we say? <laughs> you know you're in trouble when the guy keeps saying hello. Um, so we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get in line. The lines are starting to ring. We got Ruth and Colchester coming on. A couple lines open for you. And uh, 860-522-9842 is the number. Everything we've talked about so far has been posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. And if you follow us over on Facebook, you get a like tab computer systems, mm-hmm. and Zuckerberg decides to deem the news worthy, and you're not in Australia, it may get into your news feed. The news feed last week took forever to get into my news feed. It was kind of interesting, almost like Zuckerberg was holding well, back. Yeah, I only I only see like half of what gets posted right. anyway on a normal basis. Yeah. And they come in in, in the wrong order Drimps every single time. I blame the Zuck. Yeah. We'll be right back. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. 
Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. And we are back here till 11 o'clock. Coming up at 10.05, Wes Bryan will be joining us from sunny Florida. Getting ready for the hurricane. It won't be sunny for a couple days there. Uh, IT Pro TV, he'll be joining us and talking tech. But let's get to your calls. You're nice enough to join us on this Saturday morning. Let's go to Ruth in Colchester first. What's happening, Ruth? Hi. You asked me to call back after um, I, we figured out what was wrong with my computer, and it was the bit lock last week. Right. right. So you did an update, and it locked your um, system. Yeah, and I, and I lost that day of my life. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I brought it um, into the local computer guy, the computer uh, connection in Colchester. Okay. And he um, is young, so he was able to... Hey. I'm not sure that dig was required. (laughs) (laughs) Well, only because I am not. not Okay. All right. So he got you working? Oh, my goodness, yes. In in one hour. It was the best $95 I ever spent. Awesome. Yeah. It needed an on-site touch. Yeah. He, yeah. He. Well, I could have done it had I known this one step because I had followed all the steps. And when they sent me the code to unlock it, mm-hmm. it was like five lines um, of code. Yeah. We tried all of them, and I tried them in caps and small letters. And unbeknownst to someone who's old, I needed to enter all of those lines of code. Oh, the okay. whole the whole block. A huge, a huge, yeah, yeah a block. the whole block. That's the whole string. That's the whole yeah. encryption string. So you followed our our instructions, but just didn't follow them all the way. Gotcha. Because they he, they probably weren't clear enough to tell her that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It has nothing to do with your age, Ruth. No. No. That's <laughs> well, that's keep, called keep, that's called procedural saying, clarity. <laughs> yeah. You can to find a 13-year-old, and I tried that, too, but... <laughs> no, we don't go that low. 15-year-olds is our, is our, is our base. Um, oh, yeah, so fif- <laughs> Well, it happens with my wife and I when we're trying to use a recipe, so it's okay. And it has nothing oh. to do with our age. It has all to do with having experience in this type of stuff. And, of course, the computer person you went to had experience. He, ha- he, he realized that he had to enter the whole code. And that's just an experience. Don't worry about that, Ruth. I'm glad everything's working for you. Yeah, great oh, to know yeah, that. And I made a great relationship so that I'm going to get my um, computer fixed the way I want it with the right drives and the, the space that I needed. And it turned out to be a small miracle after um, all of that I went through. But all right. I um, thank you for your patience and listening to me on the air and being frustrated with me. So. <laughs> I, I wanted know. to go back that, and tell you all that. That's awesome, what we're here for. We pre- I'm glad it all worked out for you. Great. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. But that is a good point. So this happens in many of our in many instances with IT is that you get the instructions and they, you're right. They're not set out clearly. Yeah. Um there's a lot of sometimes there's assumptions in the process that you you know, she entered it line by line or entered each one as an individual. She thought those mm. are four different codes or five different codes she had to enter. But no yeah. encryption keys are pretty long. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, understand, you know, when you're reading the instructions, unfortunately, it was written by a geek, and geeks are the worst instruction writers oh, on the planet. Oh, terrible. Let's go to Sue in Hebron. What's happening, Sue? Hi. I have a 50,000 photos on my computer, and I back them up to a two-terabyte drive, and I just realized it hasn't been backing up um, 21 or 22 
and I was talking to somebody at work, and they suggested I get a NAS drive um, for backup because I was going to have to get a new backup drive. And I wondered if you could recommend a NAS drive for, you know, home use for that many photos and um, if it's easy for a techno midget like myself to <laughs> use. Yeah, I mean, we recommend Synology. Um, we also recommend Western Digital. Yeah. But Western Digital did something kind of not nice in that they <laughs> – this is across the board, though, with all manufacturers. When the yeah. updates stop happening, they kind of – Wash their hands of it. So we, when we tell you you should buy a NAS, how long do you think that NAS should serve you, Sue? I'd love for it to serve me three to five years. Right. That. After three years, the support might stop, and and they don't care. These right. companies don't care. Yeah, after three years, the, the support for it may end, right. and then somebody may send it an instruction to erase all of your data, and then Western Digital or whatever the company is might say, In the case, oh, Western Digital yeah, said. Uh, yeah, that's end of life, so we're not going to do anything. Yeah, so here's the thing. Everything is, is, is uh, temporary when it comes to data, right? It's written on a magnetic piece of hardware here. So the NAS is a good target, is a good target option, right? And you should get one with a mirror, meaning the data was on, it'll be on two drives at the same time. Right, that's what I want it to do. Good. The NAS I thought that's what a NAS was, was two mirrored drives. Oh, it, can, it can be anything it wants to be. It, um, it could be just one drive. Right. It's, NAS stands for Network Attached Storage. So instead of connecting directly to your system with a USB, it connects with a data cable. That's that's the only difference. It makes it a NAS. But oh, okay. So would I be better off just getting um, two drives and sucking up, you know? That's a way to do yeah. it, too. Yes. Yes. Just do a copy to, to an A drive and a B drive, right? And then keep one connected if you want. But the other one's safely disconnected, so it won't be impacted by power hits. It won't be impacted by ransomware. It won't be impacted by the code type of thing that uh, Dennis kind of mentioned where somebody tries to impact you that way. So, yeah, two drives would be an option, too. Um, the NAS is really designed a lot, a lot of times to share resources amongst the network. So if you have multiple systems, like let's say you're a photographer and you don't want to buy a, a true domain server, you could use a NAS as that targeted attached storage. A lot of photographers do. How, yeah. However, they also don't back them up, and they're, so mm. very, they're very much at risk. This, yeah. this solution for you is the right way to go. Meaning I'm sorry, the, what's the right the, way to go? The, the two drives mm. is, a, is, a, is probably a cheaper and the right way to go for you. The two drive instead of the mirrored one? Um, yeah. And it's okay like for me to I, – I, right now I have them all on my computer, plus I back them up, but my computer's slowing down substantially – um, so if I just put it on a drive and just access that drive when I want to use photos, that's a, that's the way to be going, right? That's a way to be going, yes. The, the amount of stuff on the computer does not impact performance at all. It's like telling me your car can't go 65 with a full trunk. It can, right? Computer works oh. the same way. Yeah. It doesn't care about how much data is on it. Um, so your performance issue is something else. Okay. My laptop's about five years old. I think I'm ready for an upgrade. There um, it is. Might be. Okay. Um, I mean, are there other ways you recommend? I mean, I take a lot of photos and I use them for lots of things. I'm on on the photo drives all the time. Yep. Besides doing the, you know, going into doing these drives, and I it's not an Apple product, so I don't back it up to the cloud. Mm-hmm. Um, do you recommend something else? 
Oh, I mean, there's always there's all all sorts of cloud-based alternatives that are in the PC world. Acronis has solutions for that. You yeah. buy a NAS and send it to the cloud. You can do that type of stuff. You can just use a OneDrive within Microsoft as well, or Google Drive, or Dropbox, or yeah. any of those other services. At some point, they're going to charge you for the space you're consuming. Um, one of our favorite persons in the world, Carmen Filaramo, is a was a professional. Well, he still is. He's a retired professional photographer. He would always back up to drives, right? He had data that he had to make sure was available for his customers. He would back up to these drives, disconnect them, and put them in a shelf. So, of course, you're not mitigating for theft or fire or floods or hurricanes. Um, so the off-site storage in the cloud means you'll mitigate for those issues. However, the cloud can lose your data, too. Yes. Okay. So. And, the cloud, and the cloud can – like I was going to use smug mugs as my cloud and then family can access the photos mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, what do you think of that option? I've never heard of Smug Mug, but it sounds like it's some sort of uh, file sharing service that allows for that. Yeah, it's a photo sharing service. Yeah, is it free? A lot of photographers use it. Okay. Is it okay. free? Does it cost you? What is it? Uh, $80 a year. Okay, so it's a real service. That's an option, too. Yeah, at least the data's uh, out there for other folks so that if they need it, um, it's there. And it's right. it's uh, they can download the files, which means they have a copy of it as well. But Smug Mug could lose your data. They're probably That's don't, true. They don't guarantee they're going to hang on to it, even mm-hmm. though you're paying them. Right, right. That's what I'm. Ner- that's why I've always been nervous about backing up to a cloud that they lose the data or they go out of business. Correct. If they go out of business, they're going to be like, uh, "Sorry, Sue, well, you got 20 minutes to get all your data off of here. We're going out of business." Or in the right. case of Kim.com, he was oh. a, a hoster of data, and of course, he was also hosting copywritten data. So if you're taking pictures that are copywritten, you know, copywritten data out there, and the feds come after you, they'll take all those servers, like they did in, in, yeah. in Kim.com's case, and the people who had legitimate backups there couldn't get their own data. Right. Okay. So. What if I do um, the NAS, going back to the NAS, if I do a NAS mirrored drive yep. and I do smug mugs, I'm kind of both ways. Yep. And I um, do it those two ways. Is that a better way to, way yeah. to go? That's a, that's a great combination of options. Yeah, that, you're backing up your backup. You have a cloud backup and a local backup, mm-hmm. and each of them acts as a backup to the other right. in addition to backing up the original data on your computer. And they're disparate, right. meaning each service is separate and can be impacted separately, which yeah. gives you even more comfort. Um, what about the NAS drives? I've heard of um, somebody at work suggested getting one for the network that I plug into my modem, which is a Comcast. Mo- well, I know I own the modem right. and ra- router, um, but we have Comcast service. Yep. Is that a uh, better NAS drive to do or just do the local one? Well, most of them offer that ability. Yeah. Oh, okay. So if you look at Synology or Western Digital, they're going to offer the ability to access the NAS remotely, which, again, offers you a security risk if you have a password of ice cream. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'd rather not. Okay. Keep that in mind. <laughs> Change the admin password. I'm sorry, what did you Change say? the admin password. Make sure if you do any NAS you're going to get, we'll give that ability oh, yeah, to get to the I cloud. Well, I have a different password. Okay. Good. What is it? I'm not telling you. Oh, okay. oh good. All right. Good. Um, and one other question for you. What about um, Prime? I have Prime, and they Amazon offers a free uh, storage of photos. Have you ever heard anybody? Oh, Amazon it? Photos. Um, I know about it. I haven't really used it myself, but Medium. yeah, they have 
they do offer some storage. It's unlimited too, supposedly, but I like. It's unlimited until it's not. Yeah. Right. Everything's they're going to get you a, a hook. This is the Microsoft model. Give it away and then charge it. Now, now we're all paying through the notes for everything. Yeah, everything Microsoft. According to their website, Prime members get unlimited photo storage. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. it says right now. There you go. That's another option. Yeah, that'd be a good option. I'm sure there's okay. sharing options out of that too, where you could allow people to see your photos. Right. The ones you want to share. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, okay. Um, well, you've been very what a NAS drive. Um, how big for like? Say I'm going to go up to seventy five thousand photos. Mm. Um, how many terabytes of a NAS drive do I need? So that's a, that question's too difficult because we don't know the size of your photos. They could be little thumbnails, or they could be full raw. I do raw. You do I raw. Do raw. Okay. okay. So seventy five thousand of raw photos. I mean, I think I would start with a six terabyte um, configuration, but you could go with even larger twelve terabytes. You're probably going to spend a little over uh, maybe twelve hundred dollars for a NAS like that. Oh, I thought they were in like the three hundred, four hundred dollar range. Well, you haven't thought that much, but you haven't. You don't have enough. Uh, uh, what is it? Imagination, Sue. Uh, <laughs> everything's gone up like crazy. Yeah. Um, so, but and you don't want to buy something too small that you're right. going to have to upgrade again, right? Yeah. So, six terabyte mirror drive would be my minimum recommendation um, these days. But if you can get to larger, even a eight terabyte, ten terabyte um, is a way to go. And again, understand the mirror is only going to mitigate for a hard drive failure. So if you delete the file off your NAS, it deletes off the mirror. If you right. corrupt yep. the file on the NAS, it corrupts on the mirror. And if the mirror gets corrupted, they're both garbage. Right. And how do they get corrupted? What causes that? Like a virus on your photo or? Oh, power issues, random drive issues, yeah, controller it, issues. It would mostly be hardware related and power related. That's why you back it up. Okay. So if you, um, if that fails, you can't get anything off it, then, can you? Well, you'd be sending it to a data recovery company because if you didn't use your all, your secondary and tertiary offsite backups that you're talking about, you'd only have one shot at your data, which would be the NAS. And we would never recommend you do one shot at your data because that'd be crazy, right? Right. <laughs> right. So, okay. Um, you've been very helpful. Any recommendations if I'm getting a new laptop um, for what I should get? Don't spend 300 bucks. No, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we like. I like the Envy line of uh, of laptops. Uh, they're a good kind of inter- the Envy HP line. Oh, that's what I have now that I've had for about five years. Yeah, so you've done well by it. They still have a good line of laptops. Just look look at those within your your budget and try to stand, you know try to stay with the i five i seven sixteen gigs of RAM five hundred gig solid state hard drive minimum. But you need a lot of storage, so maybe a terabyte solid state is the way to go for you. Okay, so solid state. Oh, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Right. You'll see the performance difference between your five-year-old spinning drive and solid state instantly. Now, I can't transport my laptop a lot. Is a solid state, can they, that ruin it? What, transporting it? Transporting it is yeah. fine. It doesn't like to be dropped. <laughs> I, I try to stay away from dropping my laptop. Um, but, yeah, all right, so it's not the I thought when they first came out, they said it had a lot of movement with them the drive can fail. Oh my goodness. Where do these uh, people get what, this stuff? What is that? I, I don't even... Never heard of that. You know, this is not the first time that I've heard that. Really? I really don't know where it comes from, It makes though. no sense. It is crazy. 
I think it comes from the spinny drive manufacturers saying, don't go to these solid states. Now, it's actually reverse, Zeus. The spinny drives don't like to be moved while they're right. spinning because they're, they're, they're yes. platters. Think of them as a record player. Yeah. And if they get jarred, you can have issues. Yeah, motion is not good for hard drives, but solid, solid state. states? They don't eh. care. <laughs> All right, Sue? Yep, you've been really helpful. Thank you. Have a great day. No, thank you very much, too, Sue. You, too. All, All right. right. So Bye-bye. Sh- bye-bye. Maybe here to 11 o'clock. Everything we've talked about is over at computertalkwithtab.com. One line open for you. We'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.